Well, my friends, welcome to another Blues in the Blood podcast. Well, the gear is in tune, the mics are hot, and the crowd's getting restless. The music is just about ready to start, so get a refill on your favorite drink, grab a seat, and get ready to get some Blues in the Blood.
Well, hello there. Welcome back, my friends. This is uh, Dave Harrison coming at you once again from, from that little blues-filled studio in the Star City of Virginia. This is uh, show number 63, the special Room Full of Blues interview with Chris Vachon. We started off the show with uh, Just Like Dynamite. That's uh, the Room Full of Blues, uh, There Goes the Neighborhood. That's a 1998 Rounder Record CD. So who else are we going to hear from other than the Room Full of Blues? Well, Absolutely no one. You know how it goes. These uh, songs that I've picked for the show, too, uh, we're going to hear a number of different tunes in between the uh, interview clips. All the songs that I pick, other than the Boogie Woogie Country Girl, has been written by Chris Vachon himself. So I think it really gives a good idea of uh, his uh, talent as a songwriter, a composer, and also just a great blues musician. But you'll get a good opportunity to hear what um, what kind of talent he brings to the stage. So let's... Um, Let's open up with another tune. This is We Be Three, written by Chris. This is off of the uh, Under One Roof CD. That's a 1997 Rounder Records CD. Enjoy. <laughs>
Well, hello there. Welcome to another Blues in the Blood show, your first stop for the best of the blues. I'm honored today to have a chance to have a brief interview before his, their sound check with an incredibly talented and legendary guitar bluesman. Uh, with me today is the one and only Chris Vachon, guitarist from the Room Full of Blues. Chris, welcome to the Blues in the Blood show. How you doing, Dave? It's good to see you. It's good to talk to you. Good. Welcome to uh, Roanoke, Virginia, too, by the way. Thank you. Thank seen you. you guys all over uh, this part of the, the country, really, and I think this is one of the few times I've seen you guys. It probably is. You know, it's, it's hard to remember everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and every hotel room, I'm sure. Yeah. For those people who uh, haven't had the great opportunity to hear the room full of blues, um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and... How you got into the blues? Uh, myself, we mm-hmm. uh, well, I, you know, I grew up in Rhode Island, and uh, Roomful is comes from Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. So, um, I got into blues when I was about twelve years old. I guess I had a, a couple of albums laid on me, you know, BB King, uh, Live at the Regal, and the Albert King t- uh, album, and started to try to you know do that <laughs> and. Um, you know, other things happen along the way. I mean, I played in some rock bands and stuff, you know, like kids do. And, uh, but I always stuck with that. I always just wanted to play blues if I could do it. Mm-hmm. And it took a while, you know. And then uh, I played in a couple of local bands where we played mostly blues. And um, then I played in a couple of Connecticut bass bands that uh, did some blues. Um, but... Around that time, uh, Roomful was looking for another guitar player, and um, Ronnie, I guess Ronnie Rowe was going to leave, um, so I tried out for them, and as it turned out, Ronnie didn't leave. At, uh, there was another few years. Hmm, okay. So... Because you joined, I think, in 1990, right? 1990, okay. yeah. And um, what happened was the Ronnie left, and they hired another guy, uh, Tommy Kay. And he was in there for a few years. He didn't record with the band, but uh, he um, ended up leaving the band when they left. When he left, that's when I they got me. And um, it's been uh, nineteen. This is my nineteenth year. Good ride for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, you know, I mean, this is this is what I like. I like all of the, all of the stuff that we do. Um, I'm, you know, I'm glad to be in a band with horns, so we can have not just guitar solos all the time. Turn it on. Play the music that stopped the world turning 
also play other facets of, of blues you know because there's so many things about it there's so many different styles that people probably don't even realize how much there is to it hmm. and uh, so we can do you know all different types of stuff we don't have to stick with just the, the you know the rock and blues guitar thing and, right absolutely yeah. now, and speaking of types of blues you mentioned before we started this that you're actually doing a bar mitzvah is there lots of blues in the, in the works <laughs> no. for that that's we don't, <laughs> that, that's something we're doing tomorrow that um, you know we don't often do those but i mean you know we we do a lot of different things um this day and age you gotta we do it's a do. large band you know mm-hmm. I, it's hard to believe we're still out there you know <laughs> because it's uh you know a lot of venues have dropped out and um it's it's a little tougher than it used to be oh i'm sure it is i'm yeah. sure now in doing some of my research um i noticed that you guys have a lot of cds out through the years I think because you did start in '67, I think yeah, they're yeah. not you, but room full of early, Yeah, so. early se- early '70s, I think it was '71 or something like that. Yeah, how do you guys keep the the creative juices flowing? I mean, it's it, we just. I mean, you know, I've been asked that a lot of times. We just like what we do. I mean, mm-hmm. we we're happy to play the kind of music that we play, and um, you know, we've tried, we we've experimented here and there with different things on different records. Some things worked, some things didn't. You know. Mm-hmm. But um, it's always we're always trying to like you know sort of push it a little bit and try to try to uh, offer some variety with our records so that you know we're not doing the same thing over and over again. You know, I think you guys really do, and that was one of the I interviewed Watermelon Slim actually in this hotel as well about a year ago, and he said that was one of his toughest challenges was keeping music different. Yeah, and you know because yeah. you can get in that same rut where it all sounds the same. I don't think I've really ever heard any. I've got. Just for curiosity, I counted in my collection. I got 13 of you guys' CDs, so yeah. I'm not going to be in line probably buying any because I think I got most of them. But <laughs> yeah. and, and obviously, I've got your new one, Raising a Ruckus. But uh, I was always curious how you guys actually kept that uh, alive. What I wanted to do here is uh, 
play for everybody a little sample of the the uh, Roomful of Blues' newest 2008 Alligator record CD called Raising a Ruckus. Uh, here's Boogie Woogie Country Girl. <laughs> Chris, what, what kind of, you mentioned some of your musical influences. Um, was it more than just B.B. King? And, and Oh, sure. I mean, sure. you know, as, as things progressed and as I got older, I, I, I got into just about everything, you know, mm-hmm. that all the guys, uh, you know, Guitar Slim and, um, you know, just Albert King and, you know, uh, Albert Collins. Uh, I mean, you know, this, you know what I mean? I mean, it's just so, so many guys that, right. you know... Um, 
and I and I have a lot of records, you know. So mm-hmm. um, when I when actually when I joined Roomful too, I went and bought a whole bunch of other stuff too that I didn't even know about that they mm-hmm. they kind of hit me too, you know. And uh, so it's just been an ongoing thing. Okay. Now um, tonight you'll be playing at the two hundred two market in uh, in the Star City, what we call Roanoke, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Here. Uh, it's a beautiful venue. I don't know if you've been to it or well, not. I, ha- I haven't, but I saw it okay. online. It looks okay. really nice. Uh, it really is nice, and I think they're if they're going to feed you before you play tonight. Yeah. If so, you'll love the food. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it really is good, but it is a really small, intimate crowd. Now, being Halloween night, it's going to be probably crazy as hell. But but mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. do you normally? I know you guys also play festivals. You, you guys have a preference on what what you prefer to play at, whether it's you know, it's all it's all different, Dave. It's like some you know. Festivals are great because you get young people. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no. In other words, it's not an age restricted thing because there's no alcohol right. usually. Um, so you get you get young kids, and um, that's kind of cool for us to try to you know get them going. And uh, absolutely, you know, and then you play smaller places. It's more intimate. You know, you got people basically right on top of you when mm-hmm. you're playing, and they're watching you and stuff, and that's cool. And and you get the bigger venues where you have the bigger stages, and I, it's I don't have any real preference. Mm-hmm. As long as we, I can get out of that bus and play, you know, it's cool. There you go. <laughs> yeah, mind. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- I, I did want to say that the my kids. I've got a couple, three kids, but the two youngest have always loved the room full of blues because I used to play it all the time when I was working around the house. And when my son told me he was going to join the band in mm-hmm. high school. Um, I said, you know, I was thinking, oh, what's he going to play? And all he picked the trombone. Is that right? And I'm thinking, yeah. God, man, what you know, of all the things you want to play the guitar, you know, because I play the guitar as well. Uh-huh, yeah. Then I start. Then I remember what I said to him. I said, well, you can always join a band like the Room Full of Blues. <laughs> yeah. and, and- Hey, 
Chris, if we were to check your, your CD or your MP3 player, um, what artists are you currently listening to that, that kind of the new, more current artists? Do you, do you still go back to the <laughs> traditional blues or you I just have, don't have you, time? Yeah, I mean, my stuff's all old stuff, you know. It's <laughs> Joe Turner and, uh, you know, it's just... Uh, the, the good stuff. A lot of Count Basie and, um, you know, and then I've got raw guitar blues stuff. I mean, you know, I've, I just... but everything. I, I don't... But I guess... If I were going to say anybody contemporary that I really like a lot is Jimmy Bond, and uh, mm-hmm. you know I like what he's doing. He's doing something different. You know, he's got a, a certain style that always he's got makes a it very up. you know simple kind of style mm-hmm. that's really cool, and I like that. You know, now I always thought you you had a really fluid style, and I, I remember I was you were playing at a theater in Harrisonburg, Virginia, a number of years ago when I was watching you play. I, I thought there's a guy that can channel his energy into the guitar like Stevie Ray, and I, I don't see that very often with guitarists when I watch them live. Uh-huh. But it was, it was an awesome show that night. I remember that uh, very probably well. Ha- it's probably because I have to concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Do, do, you, do you many times when you're playing kind of fade out and think about the lousy dinner you had the night before? Well, or, no, I try not. No, actually, you know, it's funny. Uh, that's that's a funny thing because. We, we've played some of the same songs for a oh, long, yeah. long, oh, yeah. long time because if, you know, people want to hear them and people will say to me, that, you know, can't you, don't you get sick of that? And <laughs> I really don't. I kind of like take it every every night. It's a, you know, it's it's a great tune and, uh, you know. Yeah, is that your instrumentalist? Because I know it, as you Just all vocalists. the tunes that we do. Okay. You know, a lot of the tunes that we do, we've played a lot. Mm-hmm. But I always like, um, it's always this new to me you know i mean just to get up there and play those songs i can't you know i get into them mm-hmm. i don't that's, just that's say great. right here we go again you know <laughs> what what impression or trait would you like to leave on people that continue to listen to your music um i'd like them to feel like that we you know we got deep into what we did you know we didn't just do the same old shuffle thing commercial all the time. stuff and, right we we experimented we you know we had good arrangements and good songs i i think Good songs are real important, um, and I, I hope people, you know, think the same someday, or they do now, or whatever. It's a blue, blue world when the sun don't shine. You'll be hugging your pillow, feeling most too blind. Once I had her gone, baby Man, she really gone now She took my money from my table And she never made a sound It's a blue, blue world 
talking to my mother She said your daddy had a style You know he played it for the devil When I was a baby child He left me in a blue world And I've been crying all the while The bullets keep flying, people drop and dying. Tell me what we're gonna do. The president's trying, but people say he's lying. And I'm still thinking about you in a blue, blue world where the sun don't shine. I had a gold baby Man, she really gone She took my money from my table And she never made a sound She left me in the blue well All the way around It's the blue Well, I did notice um, checking out your website that you actually produced um, the band's six most recent albums, and then even co-produced all of the uh, other yeah. albums since the '90s. Mm-hmm. Now, I noticed normally on Alligator, Bruce is always names is typically on there as a producer, but mm-hmm. you know, what in my ignorance, what what does a, a producer really do? For, do they pick the songs? Do they put it together? Or yeah, for it, us, I, you know, there's so many of us that. You know, you just need one person, I guess, to begin with, to get the ball rolling, to get to start collecting material, mm-hmm. and uh, asking guys to, you know, did you write anything? What do you have? And stuff like that. And then, you know, then we go in and rehearse for a few days after we've settled on what we're going to do. And then I take the guys into the studio, and um, you know, I've been in the studio a lot of times, so I kind of know what I'm doing in there. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, get everybody set and make sure everybody's feeling good, and um, then we play live. And mostly, uh, you know, we most of the stuff is is all live. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's what it is for me, and that's why that's why I decide I decided a, a long time ago that somebody in the band is is okay to produce the band because you know 
I'm, I'm close to these guys. Right. And I know what we're going to do, and I know how we're going to do it. You and you, you've got the ear for it and yeah. certainly the talent to do that. But now, this particular um, CD, Raising a Ruckus, I noticed it was a really kind of a collaborative effort um, as far as writing. I think Dave yeah. Howard wrote two, and yeah, yeah. you contributed one. I and got a couple on there. My wife's got one I, on there. I was going to say, a, a, somebody relatively close to you also contributed. Yeah, Travis has got one. Okay. And, uh, be, uh, Rich. Rich has got one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, I was real happy about that. I thought it went. You it, know? It, everything kind of fit in. It's a really good mix of, of music. So yeah, thanks. Let, let's take another break and hear another tune off of uh, "Raising a Ruckus." So, 
things about you I might never know But I learned from you what love can be Since you married me Yes, I learned from you what love can be Since you married me Since you married me So glad you married me I did want to mention when I got this CD, it, I was I was really kind of touched because at the time I had ordered it from Alligator Online and wasn't really expecting anything. And my God, for fifteen dollars and free shipping and all that stuff, it was really a treat. But when I got it and Bob had just passed away and I looked at this copy and it was autographed by all you oh, guys. Oh yeah, that's which, right. We had to do a whole bunch of those. Which made it even <laughs> which even made it more special. But yeah, but yeah. um I'm I'm sure that really was a shock for all you guys. Oh man, I mean um, he passed away. The thing just had come out and mm-hmm. uh, we were in Georgia and he uh he just didn't get up for the bus call, you know, so we went up and uh we had to get the maids to let let us in um, Must have been myself terrible. and my and Mike our, our sound guy and you know that's where we found him so the worst part was we had to keep playing <laughs> yeah and I think you guys had to do a blues cruise right after that yeah and we did and we had we had to play that night you know and it was it was hard you know I I mean I think Bobby would have made it, wanted us to do it right. and keep playing because that's all he that was his whole life you know so yeah and I think now. Uh, it, would, did Doug pinch it right after that, or was he... No, it took us... I mean, we didn't really go looking for somebody okay. right away. As a matter of fact, we we were, we were just with two horns for quite a while. I mean, it was okay. probably like six months or something. Really? Okay. Almost oh. that. And um, hmm. then we got... Uh, Brian came in as the bass player, Brian Rizzuto, mm-hmm. uh, Frankie Rizzuto. And uh, Frank knew uh, Doug... So he suggested Doug, and we, and, and it was about it was time for us to to fill the sound out again, you know. Right. And uh, Doug just he just nailed the whole thing. I mean, he's he's doing great, you know. I, I thought I think I've played a couple tunes off of the CD on the show before, and I remember doing one as a tribute to Bob because there's a certain song in here, and I'm under pressure. I'm not going to be able. To, um, I think it was Big Mamu, uh-huh. where he does that wail and trumpet type oh, yeah. thing. I think that was in such, yeah, yeah. such a classic yeah. Bob, but, yeah. but I thought that was great. But.
Chris, let me ask you this. What um, what can most people expect when they go to see a tr- typical Room Full of Blues show? And I'm a veteran, so, but I'd like well, to hear it from you. <laughs> I mean, I, I hope, well, I think that, you know, somebody that's a fan is going to want to hear a, kind of an overview of a lot of the stuff that we've done, you know, not just the new stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I try to do. I mean, I try to do a lot of the stuff from the new record, but, you know, we'd... Um, well, for instance, tonight we're doing two hours, so I'm going to be putting, you know, new stuff, old stuff, you know, stuff in the middle. I mean, is that what you t- typically do? Do you try new stuff out as well? So um, maybe some new stuff we haven't heard well, before. Well, actually, um, we just put a few new tunes. In. Well, <laughs> they're tunes that we kind of dug up from a long time ago that we haven't done in a long time. And, okay. Um, so we're going to be doing some of those, but you're not going to try having a Gila Hava just no. for practice. <laughs> Right. No, uh, we're not going to be doing that. Okay. I, I mean, we've got, um, I don't know, we've got so many tunes that, um, you know, if you don't play them all the time, you kind of mm-hmm. have to brush up on them and, and bring them out again, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but it, is it something that you truly do have to brush up on some of those? I would think, it, you know, if you Well, play, you know, just you to make a... sure that everybody starts and ends right, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you kind of... I mean, plus you got guys that, uh, that haven't been in all that long, and they, they don't know all the stuff, you know. I mean, I don't remember all the stuff that we've done because it's right. been 19 years. I mean, I, <laughs> some of the tunes I'd have to definitely go over again if I had had to do them again because they're not just straight three-chord songs, mm-hmm. you know. There's, there's arrangements and there's uh, stuff like that to them. So I, I can tell you, it, it, you know, I mentioned to you the collection I had of them, and it really surprised me, and it's, but it's it's... You know, it's like great blues music. It doesn't matter when it was created; it's just great blues music. So it's really, um, it's it's kind of it is timeless. But well, I tell you, it's been a pre- pleasure having with having you with us, Chris. And I look forward to hearing you guys crank out the tunes tonight at the two hundred two market. As we head out, I wanted to play one last song from the uh, Room Full of Blues, Raising a Ruckus, two thousand eight Alligator Records CD. And uh, swing on over to the Blues in the Blood website for a link to buy their great music. Uh, take it from me; it's blues at its finest.
right, well, that's going to wrap up show number 63, the very special Room Full of Blues show. I want to thank Chris Vachon for allowing me to uh, interview him. Enjoyed it a lot. I think you can you could tell by the interview we, uh, we both enjoyed it very much. Just to go through some of it, we heard We Be Three and She'll Be So Fine off of the uh, Under One Roof 1997 Rounder Record CD. We heard Turn It On, Turn It Up. Uh, that's uh, off of a 1995 Rounder Record CD of the same name. We also heard Salt of My Tears off of the 2001 Rounder Record CD, Watch You When You Go. And uh, we played three songs off of the brand new 2008 Alligator Record CD, Raising a Ruckus. We heard Boogie Woogie Country Girl, Life Has Been Good, and Solid Jam. I'd like to thank the record labels for making this possible. Thanks to Alligator Records, Bullseye Records, uh, IODA, the Independent Online Distribution Alliance. Thanks to Michael Allen for allowing me to put his great artwork on my website. And also, um, if you like interviews like this, be sure to head on over to uh, A1 Artist Spotlight with Mark Wade. You'll hear his ad at the very end of this show, too. So, you know the routine. Uh, come on out to the bluesintheblood.com website and uh, find the hyperlinks and show details uh, for this particular show. And there'll be some hyperlinks so you can uh, click on it and buy some of this great room full of blues music. Next time Room Full of Blues is in your town, make sure you stop by and see them. And uh, tell them you heard their music on the Blues in the Blood show, your first stop for the best of the blues. So, until next time, this is Dave Harrison reminding you to keep the blues alive and keep the blues in the blood. If you like blues in the blood as much as I do, you may also like my podcast. I interview blues artists and I play songs from their current album. Check out D1ArtistSpotlight.com. Some of the past artists I've had on have been... Hello, this is Michael Birch. Love Joe Kubek. This is Timothy Lane. This is Albert Castilla. Hey, this is J.W. Jones. This is Sean Costello. This is Delaney Brown. Hi, this is Mark Farner, formerly of Grand Funk Railroad, the original Grand Funk Railroad. Hey, do you like rock and roll and electric blues? Well, check out A1ArtistSpotlight.com. For interviews and music, check out A1ArtistSpotlight.com. Baby